Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in May and June, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Hoyo de Monterey Double Coronas, Partagas Aliados, H. Upman Half Coronas, and Monte Cristo Open Eagle. And for New Worlds, we've got Davidoff, Winston Churchill, and Bellicoso, Diamond Crown, Julius Caesar, TAA Shark, 2023, Liga Pravada, T52 in Corona Viva, and Davidoff, Late Hour in Robusto, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us. Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. Our podcast is supported by the Fabrica Five Cigar Company. Straight from the Honduran factory to your hands, the company was built by Rob Isla of Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame and Cuban master blender Hamlet Peretti's. The entire cigar line is blended by Rob and Hamlet and is refined with feedback from a hand-selected tasting panel, the Friends of El Habano Forum, and smokers like you. You can even jump on the FOH Forum right now and post reviews and comments. And you might even hear from Rob or Hamlet when you do. Rob has opened the discount floodgates and now exclusive to Lizard listeners, Fabrica 5 is offering 10% off the entire store. That's all five packs, all 25 count bundles, all 50 count bundles using promo code LIZARDPOD at Fabrica005.com. That's code LIZARDPOD, one word. Plus, worldwide free shipping from Miami on all orders over $125 US. Again, use code LIZARDPOD for 10% off the entire Fabrica 5 store right now. That's Fabrica005.com. Fabrica005.com. You must be 21 years of age or older to order. Fabrica 5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo, and tonight I'm joined for a very special New Year's Eve episode by Rooster, Puba, Senator, Pagoda, and Grinder. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some champagne, talk about life, and of course, have a few laughs. So take this as yet another invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a Cuban cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. We'll begin with caviar. We'll discuss our favorite Cuban Robustos and how to source authentic Cubans. And we'll finish by discussing our deep appreciation for this wonderful hobby we share, all among a variety of other things for the next hour. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar and enjoy as we ring in the new year with Partagas Series D number four and Paul Roger Reserve Brut Champagne. Our first ever New Year's Eve special, hopefully first of many. And we have an exciting night in front of us. Let's put it that way. So we're going to start with some fantastic caviar provided by Senator. Senator, tell us what we have in front of us. This looks incredible. So all the lizards have some Royal Acetra caviar from the uh, Caspian Sea. I would argue it's the best caviar you can buy. I mean, people go pretty crazy with this stuff. But the reason I'm excited about this is there's this notion that caviar is this crazy expensive, fancy thing only to be had very infrequently. And my life's mission is to democratize caviar. And so the lizards have all imbibed in some caviar at my place. And I feel like everyone that has questioned caviar and and said that they wouldn't enjoy it, once they've tried it, they've fallen in love with it. And when you buy in bulk, as I do, it actually becomes fairly affordable. I got to say, despite what you just said, I do feel very bougie eating caviar. Very bougie. 
It's democratized, but it's fantastic. Is this from Kirkland? It is not. <laughs> That's the only reason that I didn't give you some uh, rooster. Is the vessel uh, important? Vessel as in? The yes. Ch- yes. Great question. Got to okay. tell us the presentation. So th- there's, a, there's a very traditional way of serving caviar, and times have modernized, and I think people have gotten a little clever. Traditionally, caviar is on a blini, with, which is like a mini little pancake with creme fraiche, and then a whole bunch of other stuff you can sprinkle on top, some, some uh, boiled eggs, some red onion, scallions, all these different things, chives. I'm a purist, so I don't love throwing a whole bunch on it. And what someone has figured out in the last five years is that caviar is incredible on a kettle chip. So it gives it, I mean, kettle chip has that crunch. It's got that saltiness. It's, it tastes unbelievable. And I was skeptical at first and I started eating it this way and kind of going against the grain. And now tons of places, I mean, Puba will know this. I, I took my wife uh, for her birthday to this nice restaurant in our area. Puba was actually so gracious that he ordered caviar service for our table, which was more well above and beyond. And what I, why I say that is when I was there, guess what they served with the caviar? Not just blinis, but also kettle chips. The kettle chip, yeah. Yeah, they do a nice service there. You left probably all the accoutrements on the side, just ate the caviar and the creme fraiche, but it's there if you want it. I, I did enjoy some. Some, yeah. I got to say the, uh, the kettle chip really helps with, as you call it, the democratizing caviar. Like when I've never had caviar prior to that time that we had it here, uh, and the kettle chip kind of makes it uh, more normal or more regular, I guess, well, in more my approach- mind. It makes it yeah. a little bit more approachable perhaps, but... Um, and that, I think that's the idea. Now, before we have the caviar, there's only one thing that you want to pair with caviar. I mean, Russians will tell you vodka. I'm not going to dispute that. I'm just not a big vodka drinker. But uh, champagne and caviar is the perfect pairing. So we, we've got something to go with this. I think we should. We need some New up. Year's Eve champagne. Absolutely. It, very is, it is a holiday. It's yep. quite, a, quite an event. Yep. It's a celebration. So what we've got tonight, one of my favorite champagnes, Paul Roger Brut Reserve. It was actually Winston Churchill's favorite champagne. If it's good enough for Churchill, I think it's good enough for the lizards. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, I love it. And because it's New Year's, there's only one way to properly open champagne. Yes. It's saber time. It's, it's saber, saber time, time, baby. Saber it. So Senator has a uh, saber that was gifted to him uh, by his wife, correct, Senator? Yeah, for my birthday this past year. And it's actually made by a brand that makes cigar accessories, uh, Fox Knives, who I think Rooster has a cutter from them. Um, they custom make these in Italy. So my wife got my name engraved on it, the whole, the whole thing. Um, I'm not easy to give for. I have to give her credit. This was probably the best gift I've ever received. Excellent. So uh, there's, a, there's, a whole, there's a whole play-by-play. Um, that we can go through. So Senator's standing up right now. Now he's got, the, he has the, I'm gonna give the color commentary. He had the bottle upside down. Um, that's clearly, he can explain the rationale for that once Foil he- is off. So the reason the bottle needs to be upside down, you want the neck of the bottle to be extremely cold when you're sabering to ensure you get a clean break. So uh, that, that's why you saw it upside down. Okay, so it's upside down and ice cold. Um, in in a bucket so now he's got a towel he has a secure grip <laughs> he has a secure grip on on the bottle uh which is ice cold he's looking around he's kind of measuring the room he's trying to find a place to do it he's going for it Whoa. 
That popped right off. That was very incredible. So it's a very it's a very clean break. Um, quite amazing. His technique is brilliant. His technique is brilliant. He takes the cord, the sword, and he puts it perpendicular. Um to the neck of the bottle and then he lines it up and he goes back and forth a couple times and then he just launches the uh, cork right off and then the entire top of the bottle just breaks off clean um and he's 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 serving us now which is quite fantastic very well executed we should do this more often really, i like really i like well senator done. walking around during the pod and serving us you know and, <laughs> and, and, and senator's going <laughs> to talk on, <laughs> his, <laughs> name to, his name tonight his is garson um, <laughs> merci um so uh oh, senator went a little oh, overzealous on the floor oh god that thing's foaming up oh that's um, perfect. That is perfect no way Oh, that, it, it, he, the poor. Just let me commentary on the commentate on this. The poor for Senator himself formed the perfect mushroom of foam, and it just it didn't even go over. Just perfectly executed. I got to give him a ten out of ten on the execution here. Brilliant. Execution. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. And this execution. champagne is really for you know if you're not an everyday champ. First of all, this is a, and, and Senator is going to talk about this a little bit. So Paul Roger is that this champagne is. Again, it's very approachable. It's it's not particularly expensive, really, and um, it, it's it's a little bit on the dry side. And and I really like that personally. Um, it's not on the uh, it's not on the sweeter end of the of, of the spectrum. And I'll let I'll let Senator talk about that. But this is a really really nice champagne that I think it's overlooked by some. Um, it, it, but it's a legendary it's a legendary brand. No, it really is. And the funny thing, I feel like when it comes to champagne, everybody just knows that gold label, Veuve Clicquot, and that's kind of become the gold standard for a, a pretty decent bottle of champagne. Veuve, for me, is a little on the sweeter side. And with caviar, you actually want something that's drier. Um, and so when I first had Paul Roger, I was like, oh, my God, there's no better pairing with caviar, seafood, oysters, anything like that. It's just outstanding. Um, and it's incredibly reasonably priced. I mean, uh, there's a lot of places that'll sell at 50 a bottle, which is about the same as Vuv. But when you find at some of the larger discount liquor stores, like a Total Wine or somewhere, you can find as low as 40 bucks a bottle, which yep. I think is well worth it. Well worth it's it. It's very reasonable. Well worth it. All right. So let's dive into some caviar. Well, and first, some champagne. first cheers. Happy New Cheer Year. Oh, yes. Cheers, oh, boys. Forgive me. Forgive me. Cheers what, what to the year. lizards. Happy you got, you're, you're a savage. I'm a savage. I'm <laughs> starving. <an animal. laughs> Cheers, boys. Cheers. 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 Happy Sancho New Year. Bob. Cheers. Happy New Year. Cheers. Cheers. Happy New Year to all the lizards at home listening. So glad to have you with us. Oh, my God. So it gets good. me oh, every time. So Amazing. I got to get home by 1130. Tastes so good <laughs> when it hits your lips. Fantastic. All right. I need to try some of this caviar. Yeah. So there's, it's a kettle chip with creme fraiche. And caviar. That's right. I mean, mm. for those out there who, if you don't think you're going to like caviar, if you like salt and you like butter, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> give, it a, give it a whirl. Um, this notion that somehow, you know, it's going to be this fishy tasting kind of uh, lip smacking experience or lip puckering experience. Um, you know, that's not what it is. Are the potato chips salted? They are. Does that affect the flavor at all with the caviar? 
Not really. And the, the caviar is like salty a little bit. Yeah, it is. And it's on top of the creme fraiche, which isn't that salty. So I feel like it doesn't it doesn't really interfere. So the that creme fraiche actually kind of cuts the salt. I think so. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Creme fraiche is such a versatile, a versatile thing. I use I make. So when I make scrambled eggs, I'll use creme fra- like at the end. I'll put a little dab, a dollop of creme fraiche in there and mix it all in. It adds like, it, it, it just really kicks up the flavor. Oh, you'll fold it in and it creates like a French omelet kind of. Yeah, well, I, I'll, I'll just keep, you know, I'll, I'll mix it, you know, I'll mix it in. But my, my I, I take my scrambled eggs very seriously. <laughs> do, you, do you make your own creme fraiche or do you, can you buy it? I buy it at Whole Foods. It's actually excellent, whatever the brand is. I think maybe Vermont Creamery or one of them, but, you know, they make it. Fresh. It's not some like processed crap. It's kind of like Cool Whip kind of thing. Uh, no, not no? exactly. <laughs> well, my caviar is done. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is too. Mine is too. And now it's time for the. I don't hesitate. I medicate. Next component to our uh, our menage a trois tonight of lizard delicacies. The Partagas Series D number four. I mean. To quote Puba from a former episode, it, it's a familiar friend to the lizards. Yep. No doubt about it. So why is this? I mean, it's not an expensive cigar. It's not a difficult cigar to find. Why is this such a perfect cigar for what we're doing tonight? Well, I mean, it's a spe- it's, I think to all of us, it's, it's, it's a special cigar. It's been around for a long time. It's been around... The Siri series, for lack of a better term, has been around since the 30s. It was um, discontinued momentarily um, in the 60s um, because of the revolution and then uh, reintroduced in 1978 and hasn't left the market since. So... um, it's a popular cigar. It's just a loved and regarded cigar, I think, by, by so many. I mean, and we all have a personal connection. Senator has a, has, has a personal connection to this as well. Yeah, so I, I'm happy to go next. Uh, for me, this is always a great, it's a great everyday cigar, but I, I have celebratory memories that involve a D4. When I had to pick my wedding cigar, that was sort of the one request I had with my wife. I want a cigar table and a whole thing. And I, I, that was granted. And it was hard to pick a cigar because obviously I'm going to have some friends there like lizards that smoke cigars all the time. And so I can, you know, serve something fuller like a Padron and they're going to love that. But with other guests who don't smoke that frequently, what's amazing about this is how versatile the D4 is. I think Puba mentioned on another episode how Monte Cristo is actually the best-selling brand of Cubans, but the best-selling cigar is actually the Partagas D4. And I think it's just has such a wide appeal because you can be someone who occasionally smokes cigars and this isn't going to, you know, smack you in the face with too much strength or anything like that. It's, it's, it's smooth. It's got just enough flavor. It's a refined smoke, but also for the avid cigar smoker, like we are, it's got enough flavor and complexity that it just keeps bringing us back every time. I think it's a great, it's a great, um, New Year's pairing celebratory but you know nothing too crazy it's something that you know the familiar friend commentary of you want something you you know you can trust and, and depend on and it's great for a good celebration it really is so with that i you know we know this cigar very well but uh what are you guys getting on the nose with this thing cedar cedar lots of cedar yeah, yeah. not a ton else 
And there's a lot, just, it's, it, there's a lot of, uh, just a strong tobacco taste in the filler um, on the cold draw, but maybe a touch of baking spices. Um, that's something we've all smoked so many times. Oh, the draw is so good. Every time. They're pretty consistent. Let's light it up. Let's light her up. Part against D4. It's a Robusto. 50 ring gauge by 4.9 inches. Cuban, of course. And a lizard staple. Ranges anywhere between 10 and 15 bucks a stick, depending on where you get it. And uh, if you don't have this in your humidor, you have to get it. It's just everybody loves it. Yeah, and they, they, they um, with a few years of age on them, they smoke great. They smoke really great um, uh, with not so much age on them. Um, if you're smoking a 2019, I think these are 2019s that we're smoking, correct? That's correct. Um, so just a couple years, um, and they, you know, they really come into their own. Um, but we've also have, have had aged D4s, and they get a little bit more complex and a little bit more um, you know, they offer something a little bit different, but for the most part, these cigars really, they perform really well young. They perform really well with some age on them too. I think to Puba's point, the thing that's always amazed me about this cigar of any Cuban, I actually think that these smoke better young than any other. I mean, we've all had 2020 boxes of this. I think some of us have even had 2021, if I'm not mistaken, Yep. And I feel like the reviews on all of these, regardless of how little age, have been really positive, which is a testament to Partagas, because I definitely couldn't say that about every brand that young in a cigar. Yeah. Yeah. So this is definitely a cigar that I think we all have in our humidor or cabinet. I mean, some lizards have more than others, but, you know, I know Senator has a few boxes, uh, Gizmo, Puba. I don't know how many grinder. Do you have any boxes? Maybe. Well, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Very cagey. <laughs> well, who know, I don't know. We, we don't know. They could all be gone from planet Earth, <laughs> Rooster, and, uh, because, because you tend to you buy everything all. that's available. <laughs> <laughs> and this, is a, this is a favorite of Pagoda's as well, I think. Yeah, the coming one. I'm really enjoying it. In fact, uh, it was one of... Uh, the first uh, Cuban I've smoked recently in this second chapter of smoking Cubans and um, really began to enjoy it. And in fact, uh, one of the first boxes I ordered, I believe I might have ordered from I Havana's or something, uh, but uh, fantastic. Uh, something which is an easy smoke, very great combustion, and I, I just enjoy it. Yeah, and this is also a great stake if somebody asks you for a cigar, a Cuban cigar, you hand him the cigar, you're pretty confident that they're going to like it. Absolutely. Know, it's a, it's a well-liked steak. It's not overly powerful. It's, it's a good, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like it's a medium smoke. It's well, you know, well-liked with everyone. Medium to full. I medium mean, to full. To, yeah, to so. Rooster's point, I feel like the D4 is the gateway drug to Cuban cigars. 100%. I feel like you start with this cigar and you're just all of a sudden in this vortex of Cubans where – you want to try a whole lot more. I mean, that was my experience. At least this was actually, I think, the first, if not the second Cuban I ever had that really got me excited. I've got a guy that that works uh, at my firm 
who is a cigar smoker, but he hasn't really had many Cubans. And we were chatting the other day and I said, all right, next time I'm in town, we've got to light up a D4 together. And I know as soon as he lights this cigar up, he's going to be asking me to try every Cuban. That's just what this cigar does. Yeah, yeah it, it, it does. And, and we, um, I sat, I sat at the lounge, um, uh, and Senator gave me a D4, um, and I was hooked. I, I said, this is the greatest, this, this is so great. Um, how can, how can I procure more of these? And then a discussion ensued about procurement, which is a whole different conversation. And then um, you had a lot older D4s than I did overnight. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well played. Uh, and, and so it's just, yeah, it's, it's really, and it pairs well with the champagne too, because it's, it's, there are floral notes to this cigar. And we don't talk about that, I think, as often as we should. Um, like with all Cuban cigars, this cigar, it delivers, it has floral notes to it. And it also has this kind of salty, um, uh, very typical Cuban tobacco flavor on the finish. And it really pairs well when you, when you pull that champagne up to your mouth. Champagne and cigars pair great. Ask Winston Churchill. Ask ask any aficionado they'll tell you it's really really nice some ice cold champagne and this particular cigar i think because of the floral notes that it has um and some of the complexity that it delivers particularly down the stretch it can uh, it can really d deliver a satisfying experience when paired up so it's interesting right because you could put it up with the scotch and you can you can have a really a, like a really satisfying sit you put it up with champagne, like this is a cigar I'd reach for if I was eating shrimp cocktail and, and, or a bloody, having a bloody eating shrimp cocktail or oysters, caviar, champagne, but it also stands up to a scotch or a bourbon. And it just, I think it speaks to the versatility and the popularity of this, of, of this particular cigar and why it's been just kicking, kicking ass for so long. Um, yeah, I'm literally dancing between the scotch and and the champagne while smoking this d4 right now yeah and it's and it's working beautifully it's like a it's like a symphony i've never had uh, a d4 with champagne and i'm feeling like i'm tasting different things it's kind of like when you put a record on you've listened to so many times and you have a different pair of headphones that give you something a little different it's like i'm hearing the same song i've heard a thousand times but i'm hearing something in the background i've never heard before it's brilliant you know what's fascinating to me is i i'm not a big champagne guy I, this is I'm drinking this now and I'm, I'm loving it with the cigar, you know? So maybe, I don't know if it amplifies the stuff that I do like about champagnes or champagne or mutes the things that I don't like, but it's working very well. I'm so glad to hear this and, and Giz, what you just said there, I feel like was poetry. That was so well put in that having this with champagne, and I've had this with champagne many times, but I haven't sat in a setting like this where I'm really thinking seriously about the cigar and the flavor notes I'm getting out of it. And I feel like with a dry champagne like this, it's it's reminded me, and I feel like I forgot that there's this sweetness actually in a D4. It's not all that prominent, but it's there in the back. And because the champagne's so dry, I'm getting this nice sweetness that I'm not necessarily always thinking about when I'm having a D4 with a bourbon or a scotch that's already got some sweetness. I sort of lose those flavors in the cigar. So like you said, this has been, I feel like I'm re-exploring the D4, which is actually really fun. Yeah, it's interesting because the champagne kind of cleanses the palate between the draw, which is cool. 
because it's carbonated and it's in it and then you it, it does it gives you a little bit different of a finish um and it pairs up well we know that it's just but how often do you are we actually thinking about it and discussing it you know we know we've smoked this cigar on senator's deck you know with like a seafood tower or whatever because that's that's what we do from time to time and and uh and you just go this is great oh this is great Rob tastes great you know but it's it's but you know we don't sit generally in in like we do in the podcast and just and just talk about cigar notes so um or tasting notes you know it's not what we generally do but it is interesting it, it's funny. I mean, we're only a few minutes in. This certainly, so far, as far as a podcast goes, as a, as someone on this side of it, it's it's almost been one of the most eye opening experiences because we've smoked this so many times, and I, it's almost like I'm smoking it for the first time again. You know, it's a totally different experience, especially with the champagne. So this is a this is a really nice way to uh, end the year. I agree. The other thing I wanted to flag just about this cigar, I think we've said this about Partagas, but this stick in particular is so consistently well-constructed. I rarely, if ever, have had draw issues with a D4 in particular. I mean, the draw is perfect on this right now. A beautiful burn, nice white ash. I, I just, it goes back to, we've had this conversation before, you know, Padron, we, we sort of hold as the gold standard of consistent quality production and Partagas is another that I put right up there where, I mean, we've burned through God knows how many boxes, and I, I can't remember the last time I heard a complaint from a lizard about how a D4, you know, was plugged or poorly constructed. I think we all have had just phenomenal experiences with these. Yeah, and it's no coincidence that, that you know, historically, Bolivar, uh, Ramon Alones, La Gloria Cubana all fall under the Partagas banner. We're under the Partagas banner. Um, Pre-revolution, we're under the Partagas banner, and those legendary cigars and those, I guess, quote-unquote blends, right, have carried on, and it's no coincidence that we love those, that we love Ramon Alonis, we love, because they're kind of cousins historically, so it, 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 it's, it's no, it's, it's, I don't think it's a coincidence, and, and, and Partagas is the mother factory. It's one of the, it's, so it, what they're putting out, you know, anytime you, you you can align a box code with that Partagas factory, you're looking at something that's generally going to be really, really good. Um, really, really good. Upmans are sometimes rolled out of there, and Partagas is sometimes rolled out of the Upman factory. So it goes back and forth, and I think that, 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 that that's where you see this quality. You know, what they're putting out, um, has been, at least in recent history, very, very consistent. So, Senator, what do you think, like, um, um, you would think of D4s as uh, the exclusive of, you know, you think about the U.S. line or, you know, uh, the non-Cuban line, and uh, exclusive of hold such a great place um, among all of us. You know, I think this definitely feels exactly that way for the Cubans. Consistent, easy smoke, great combustion, love it. I couldn't agree more. I mean, when we started smoking a lot of these, I feel like a number of us, myself included, would call the Partagas D4 the, the Cuban Padron. Consistency, quality, versatility. It, it just had all, it checked all those boxes. So I, I think you're exactly right, Pagoda. It's a good analogy. Yep. 
Yeah, it's a state. This is this is for so many a, 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 a just a regular rotation cigar. This is the, what you put in. I, if if I really had to pick a, a single Cuban, it would be a, a robusto. It would be a toss up between I think this and the Ramon Alone specially selected. They're both very good. I think that in my personal, just in my personal experience, the partigas tends to be a touch more consistent from cabinet to cabinet or from whether from cabinet to box, whatever you want to call it. Um, but they're both really, really good. They're both. Really, it may be the best. It may be one of the, the best Robustos. I'll go out on the limb of all time, just in terms of like what it is and what it delivers. Uh, I don't think that's a limb. I don't year, think year after year. I it's mean, not it, a limb. It's it's not a limb. I mean, it's it, it's really the best. Yeah. It's it, in terms of um, now maybe there are Cohiba people out there who are saying it's in the top five. It's really in the top five. I think you, you have to give it the, the top the three. Too. Top three, maybe the top three. I mean, I would say comparable to a Ramona Jonas, uh, specially select. I don't know if the Cohiba Robusta. Some people do. Do love the Cohiba Robusto, Partagas D4. A Juan Lopez number two is also a very good one. No. Number Not two. the same conversation. <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. Some of the Hermosos, though, Robusto. you know, some people like those, those they're, they're, they're like Robusto, like the El Rey de Mundo Schwa Supreme. And it's like that. But, you know, yeah, at one. the end of the day, Desert Island. This and an Exclusivo. I'm with you on that. All day. I'll tell you, man, this, um, <clears throat> like I said, I don't, I don't know much about champagne, but there's something about this champagne that, you know, you've had it at a wedding or a celebration or something. This is very drinkable, good champagne, and it's pairing perfectly with the cigar right now. Yeah, it's not Frisian A. It doesn't, it's not, <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? This is not um, crap that you, that, that you would get at some shit catering hall, you know, down in, Whatever it is in Moonaki or something. What's the uh, price point on the champagne? I, uh, 40, 45 bucks. It's around 50 in typical liquor stores. And if you go to a discounted liquor store, so Bam would say that's not bad. Yeah. 40 to 50. Good range. It's good to see everyone's enjoying this so much. I think we're ready for bottle number two. Bottle number two. I want more. Oh, we Very wanted nice. to see the saber. More yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, so it's New Year's, guys. Do you guys have uh, Do you guys have New Year's resolutions? I definitely do. What are, What's your New Year's resolution? Smoke more cigars. Okay, that's not a New Year's resolution. Smoke less cigars? No, I'm kidding. Uh, I definitely want to get uh, make better gravy. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to get. Uh, I want to drop about 25 pounds. Oh, that's my plan. That's not a lot. That's not a little. That's a lot. Okay. Is that from your arms or the whole body? <laughs> well, Just kidding. I, I, I personally think that, that Gizmo should stop burning down Christmas trees in Midtown. That's, that's what I think. I think that, I, 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 I think that, that you should have a more positive outlook on the Christmas tree. I believe that, 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 that you have... You're framing this unfairly. No, you have a problem. <laughs> All right. The Lizards and I got into a little bit of a uh, heated Christmas battle in the last few weeks. Uh, 
namely this last weekend as I was teeing off about the Christmas tree situation in my home and how if it were up to me, we wouldn't have a Christmas tree. And not because I hate Christmas trees, but because I just don't need the aggravation. Right. So for the listener, please, please don't stop listening at this point. Everyone <laughs> in the room besides Gizmo loves Christmas trees and we love everything about Christmas. So and the presents below. So why did you burn down the Christmas tree in the middle of Midtown outside the Fox News building it was, yesterday? It was in my way. <laughs> <laughs> it was inconvenient for my traffic needs. By the way, we're not incriminating Gizmo here. He did not burn down. The, we don't want any listeners. Right? Well, we, we yes. can neither conform, confirm nor deny. <laughs> yeah, but okay. No absolutes. Anyone else on, uh, on uh, resolutions? Resolutions. Well, spend less on cigars. Spend less on cigars. Lose weight. That's not happening. <laughs> spend more on cigars. <laughs> Smoke more aged stuff. Listen, I'm I'm convinced Rooster's tapped into the 529 because every, <laughs> his, his, his kids' college fund because this is a joke. I mean, so so for those out there, you know, like oh, out no. the, for those out there in the world, there are, and maybe this is something we should talk about. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna talk about it. I think that you know there are resellers out there who are very very good. There there are places that you can go. Um. Uh, I'd recommend going. Uh, there's certain social media sites that you can get involved in that 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 really are very good, and and you know of course Rooster. I I, I open the door to my world <laughs> of Cuban cigars, and 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 Rooster is buying every single premium box five minutes after it's posted, <laughs> and. And the, now he's he's very generous and he shares, but from time to time there is a box that comes up and it's been up for five minutes, and then it goes down, <laughs> and I go I would have liked to have bought that box, <laughs> but he's on it all day. But I I kid. Um, but there but also one other topic for the listener too. There are people out there that you need to be careful of. And what I would say is, is that if you find if you find someone telling you uh, that uh, that padrones suck and that you shouldn't smoke them, if you find someone telling you that the only one who that that, that the only person who sells legitimate uh, Cuban cigars, that everyone else's stuff, and that these third party vendors are counterfeit, I'll give you a piece of advice: they're full of shit because they're manipulating you. So if you're out there and you've got a guy who's out there telling you, just for the listener, if you're new to Cuban cigars and you've got one person telling you everybody that, that, that sites like I have, this is all well known and on the internet. COH. Sites like I have and COH are, are in, in, in Cigars of Bonos are selling fakes and counterfeits. They're lying to you to get you to buy cigars from them. Well, well let's talk about some of the sites that listeners should buy Cubans from. That's a good idea. Right. I think the the ones, and I'm talking about the, the major sites, not Facebook groups or things that we buy from other collectors right. or other lizards around right. the world. But the obvious sites that we've all used that we've gotten great quality out of, we've never had issues, Cigar Terminal, yep. iHavanas.com, Cigars of Habanos. I like Friends of Habanos. 
as well. Yeah, it, have there have you had shipping issues? No, I've I uh, I think I kind of because there have been there have I d- definitely during COVID there were major shipping issues out of Australia, but they've cleaned that up a bit. The only problem now with with FOH is they just due to the the Cuban supply issue, uh, they took their carts offline, so you have to participate in the uh, the twenty four twenty four, which is the owner of the site puts up ten boxes a day or fifteen boxes a day. And you have to email them directly to get access to those boxes within a certain period of time. So it's not an auction. The prices are very fair. In some cases, they're less than other sites. But you just have to be on it and, and in front of it. But they put up some really incredible stuff on there. It's just you can't go there on, the, on demand and, and, and purchase something through the cart. There are even some uh, La Casa del Habanos that will ship directly to you now. Yeah. Mon- so Monte Fortuna is not so bad either. Monte Fortuna. It is, it is, so I found Monte's prices to be... Monte Fortuna's prices to be absurd. Uh yes. It depends. It de- it depends. They've I, gone up. So so typically they're they are benchmarked against the others. They're higher. The quality is always great. They they vacuum seal all the boxes. They the the it. I've never had delays like I have with I have. I like it takes like a month for me to get a box of from I have, which is to me sometimes. Food. Okay, sometimes. See, I've been but, averaging about two weeks. Well, maybe I'm just unlucky. Yeah. But you know, Monty, I, I order it a week and a half, a week later, I get it. And that's amazing from what, you know, where the heck it's coming from. But it's vacuum sealed. The quality, I, could, I could pull it out of, this, of that box right there and smoke it. But the prices are I think the prices are. I think the prices are really They also have. Awful. They, they have great. They have a good. Not great. They have a good selection of regionals, which I'm a, you know, they have a good. They have. They. They kind of play that market very well, um, which I kind of bite on pretty easily. But I think all of us are shopping. We're looking like Monte Fortuna is great when they have a sale. I have is even better when they have a sale. They all do that. They all have, you know, it, it's just normal shopping. And right. you just kind of have to look around and find your price. I'm curious where everyone's favorite site is. So, again, taking Facebook groups, social media out of this. What's your favorite site at this point to order Cubans from? Mine's I have on us. I'm I, with Gizmo. Mine's I, 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 I've, I've been, a, I, so I've converted to I have. It, so I started off, I don't know if for the rest of you guys, but I started off with Cigar Terminal. Same. And then, I, and then I moved to Monte Fortuna. And then I paused. Um, and then I procured some from, from fellow lizards in their respective social media platforms that they're engaged in. And then I kind of, I kind of, um, I, I, I started I have and I, and I mostly ended I have. So there is a cigar site called Cigar Analysis that kind of rates all these different sites, whether they're whether they sell counterfeits or they're real. So that's another good site to go on to see what sites you should order from. There's also right. a there's also a great subreddit on Reddit, uh, Cuban Cigars. And if you look at their sidebar, they have a list of whitelisted sites that are verified by users there that um, and they're constantly updated about quality and whatnot, but as far as like, you know, authenticity. So we're coming into the second third here on the Partagas D4. I mean, just fantastic, guys. Yeah, the flavor hasn't changed much. It's it's the same notes that we were getting in the beginning. What are guys getting? Well, it's got that salty, it's got that Cuban twang. It always has that little bit of a Cuban, that little bit of saltiness, a little bit of floral note, typical D4, and a little bit of sweetness. Mine's picked up just a little bit. 
I get that Cuban twang, a little bit of sort of creamy sweetness, and then like a little bit of cinnamon. And tobacco, Cuban tobacco. It really just, it reminds me, when I think of Cuban tobacco, I think of the cigar. It's, it's, and you know, when you, I'm just looking at mine, like I just ashed it and it's got that perfect cone, which means it was just rolled great. What does it mean, Puba? You talked about the cone. What does it mean when cigars tunnel? Because I see a lot of guys on online and on the forums complaining about tunneling. What does that? What does it? What does that mean? Is that a humidity problem? Well, no, it problem? could be you're smoking it too slow. Okay, that could be one thing, or it just or, or it could be rolled poorly or too fast. It also can be if the humidity is too high and if the wrapper is too thick, it absorbs more liquid water. Right, and the tobacco doesn't, so the wrapper is burning slower than the tobacco that's inside. Yep, that actually kind of happened to me the other day. I sent you guys a picture of, a, uh, I don't know, oh, it was a, it was a Monte Edmundo, double Edmundo. So the wrapper was wrapper is kind of thick on that, and I think it was maybe it was maybe a. Maybe it was too moist. I don't know. So that's a good question, too, for, you know, uh, a, a good point for the listener, too, is, you know, we get these Cuban cigars in. I think most of us, maybe say for Rooster, uh, we wait to smoke them. You know, is it is it two weeks? Is it 30 days? Is it 60 days? I mean, we joke about Rooster. Six hours. Right off the truck. But I, I generally rest mine, depending on where they come from and how they feel, if they feel spongy or not. Um, I'm minimum 30 days usually when they come in. What humidity level do you keep it at? 62. 62 for all my Cubans. I'll be honest. I, 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 I smoke mine. I'm like rooster. Once I get it, I'll just fucking pop it in my mouth and smoke it. I don't, I don't, I don't wait. I'll say this. I, I, I always used to wait, and then I started following in the ways of rooster, and uh, he has some good experiences smoking stuff right off the truck. I had a few good experiences, but recently... I've had bad experiences smoking right off the truck, so I've now had to institute a lot more discipline. And a great example of this, so you know the other night we had that, um, uh, the Anahado, the Upman Anahados? Yeah, oh, 20 yeah. Great cigar oh, we should my. review at some point. My God. And the funny thing is I told you that I had another box for that that I bought from I have that I assumed was a younger box. I'm a fool. Because I got home that night, I was with you guys, and I had only smoked one out of that box, and it was right off the truck, which was a mistake. That's why it wasn't a stellar experience. And the box date had a sticker over it, so I had to pull the sticker off and look at the box date, and it's 2011, just like the box we have. Oh, lucky bastard. So I actually have two boxes of those, but my mistake was smoking it right off the truck, which if you wait, you're going to have a much better experience most of the time. So wow. you, you want to Okay, window. so hold on. I'm calling a <laughs> timeout right now. <laughs> Poopa's eyes lit so, up. Did you, you say 2011? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, these are 2011s that we yeah. have. These, these Upman Anahados. You'll also never believe what I paid for it. These Upman Anahados, these 2011s, uh, I'm sorry. They are, um, I don't know how to explain it, but they're fucking amazing. Or You're salivating there. Right? They're fucking amazing. And... Um, you just revealed yourself now. Look, I'm not going to hide it. Your supply. I'm not going to hide it. I'm teasing you, but 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 uh, no, that's fantastic. What a score, right? So you'll never believe what I paid for that. Oh, you though. probably paid three hundred twenty dollars. No, I would die for that. Four forty. So w- we paid for the box we got that we had with Giz that you night. Paid I think four. I think it was more than that. I think it was 60. like four sixty-five. Maybe yours was four seventy-five. I paid four seventy-eight. Yeah, so like four sixty-five, four seventy-eight. 
I looked back. I got it on a special sale on iHave for three fifty. Oh my god! Wow! Outrageous for a twenty eleven box. Don't tell Bam Bam, man. And those are they are. Well, now we okay. So now we know if they pop up and I have but right. So when a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while, that's yeah. great. So the, so those <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, those are absolutely outstanding cigars. We couldn't believe what was going on with those cigars the other night. It's true. I didn't ash it the whole time. Oh yeah, that was insane. I, the whole cigar, I, so, I didn't ash it. Puba, did you get yours on the I have? No. Our no, group. I got them on, on the group. Okay. And I got my other box say, on the group. Same box, same box. State. Ironically, we bought from different sellers on our group, and we each got the exact same box code, month, and year. Wow. Right. right. So I would say that once, you know, if you, get, if you get the boxes in and if you think they're fresh, kind of feel the cigar. You know, press it, see if it's spongy. If it feels too spongy, let it rest. But sometimes you might be lucky. They might be stored, like, really well. And they might be okay. Just give it like a couple of days or even a week or two and then then try one. I think you need to wait. If it's been in transit, just give it a couple well, it of weeks. It depends from where it's coming, right? If it's coming from overseas, yes, I agree. You might want to wait longer than it's coming from like within the continental U.S. You might have not have to wait that long. Well, that's correct. If you're buying it from a private seller, just ask them how long that they've had it in their possession and how much acclimation time it, it, it requires. And then that will inform it. But if it's coming from, from Switzerland, um, if it's coming from Switzerland, you need to, you need to take that and you need to, I, I put it away. I don't touch it for at least four weeks if it comes. Cause that's just a long time. Yep. It's been in transit for, I kind of look at it this way. If it's been in transit two to four or three weeks, it needs to at least acclimate for the amount of time that it's traveled. Is, is, is the kind of, is the, is the, is the rule that I go. The by. other thing that we have to point out too, is most of the retailers are storing even their Cubans, they're storing somewhere closer to 69, you know? So even, you know, friends of Abanos, I have all those guys, all those warehouses are 69, 68. So, you know, even when you get them from those guys, that's why I wait is not only from the transit time, but just in the warehouse they've been sitting in, you know, they're definitely humid. Well, correct. And they're hedging because in case the box gets, exactly if they're hedging, because in case the box gets really held up for a while, when it gets to the end, the end user, the end cost, the end customer, they may not be, um, it may not be kindling by the time it gets there. It, they're, they're, so they're, so they're going to, they're going to hedge just, just a little bit and not store them at 62. And for the listener, most of these boxes that we're talking about, these Cubans are being shipped from Europe. All of these websites, a lot of them from Switzerland, the D4 we're smoking right now. That's why we're having this conversation. That's where the vast the gray market has come from. It's a yeah. duty-free zone. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. So back to the D4. I mean, coming down to the last third here. It just reminds me of, you know, for New Year's, thinking of, like, what I enjoy and my traditions, our family's traditions in New Year's. You know, just being with family and drinking scotch and drinking you know having a, a good cigar outside in the freezing cold <laughs> it's 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 the best you know even even when your your hands are cold and you're you're struggling there it's still it's still perfect and it's it's just it brings back a lot of memories that's all you know it's new year's is a it's an interesting celebration too like some some people celebrate it more zealously than others and 
you know, even in the UK, in Scotland, right? Scottish, Scottish people go bonkers over New Year's. It's like the it's like the holiday, probably because of their pagan ancestry with the <laughs> their, the North, the 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 Vikings and the and all that kind of Celtic and amalgamation of culture. But for me, it's it's it just this cigar. It tastes like it tastes like a you know. It, it's a you, you mentioned some someone some mentioned it's a good friend or, or you know, a familiar friend. I think that's Puba. Having this with the champagne and I'm you know like I said I'm alternating between a scotch. It's uh, it's it's really you know perfect. I love too. You know we talk about this journey of enjoying Cuban cigars and you know we've we've smoked a, quite a few now on the podcast and we've certainly smoked a ton. Uh, individually and together. What I like about this, you know, is that this is a very accessible cigar and we've still chosen it to be that celebratory cigar going into the new year, 10, 12 bucks. I mean, it's just a rock solid. Yeah, it's reliable. Your point there, I just, again, everything we're enjoying right now is accessible. And I just hate that there's this perception, whether it's cigars, whether it's caviar, whether it's champagne, that it is all so overpriced and expensive and inaccessible. And that's just not the case. I mean, we started by saying this cigar you can get for, what, 10 to $15 a stick? That's very reasonable. We're talking about a bottle of champagne that you can find for 40 to 50 bucks. If you're clever and you get it from a Total Wine or somewhere like that, you're going to pay $40. It's enough champagne for there's six of us in this room. Caviar, you're talking about on the cheaper end, $50 an ounce. On the more expensive end, $100, $120 an ounce that's still going to give enough to share with six people in this room. Not an outrageous expense. And so those are, we love all of these things, but at the same time, um, they're not things that I feel overly guilty about or that I think that people should think twice about. I think a lot of these are things that actually should be enjoyed more often and not just for the new year or Christmas or some other holiday. No, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Or couldn't agree more. It, 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 like, it, it, too much in life, um, we don't celebrate like the small wins, the the the, or, or appreciate those the like those small moments that are meaningful. Over the summer, we got together, and um, and we had some caviar and champagne. Was there a, was there a specific reason to do that? No, but like it was a really nice thing to do because. I think celebrating each other, celebrating friendships, taking the time. And this is why cigar smoking, when you get back to what this hobby is about, it's about sharing. So, and it's about um, sharing experiences and, and, and having a cigar, particularly the same cigar with others, is an experience. This is a good thing. This is a positive thing. You're not on your phone. You're, you're, you're not checking your email you're you're focused on something that's organic which i think is also important i mean these are all things that are are totally organic cigars are organic they're from the earth the 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 caviar we're eating is from the earth the the the, the champagne grapes that were grown are from the ground so these to me i think are things that can ground a person and saying, I'm coming back to this. Like what I'm in get what you're engaging in and what you're what you're eating or what you're smoking is meaningful because it's actually come from the earth. 
and it's been cultivated and it's been done in an artisanal fashion, this to me, I think is, is, is a great catalyst for conversation. It's a great catalyst to connect and to appreciate things. I think that each, and each other. Yeah. And, and, and I, I think because of that, um, that's why these things are loved. And I think, I think the, the, the important thing to realize is that we're not talking about a balance between hedonism and not, you know, abstinence. We're talking about enjoying things that are natural. You may, you, you may have used the word, or, word organic. And real, really, it comes back to the why we're here. We're, we're trying to enjoy our life because we only have so much time to do that. There's a poem by a guy named Robert Herrick who's like a famous poem. The opening line is, Gather ye rosebuds while ye may, old time is still flying, and that same flower that smiles today, tomorrow will be dying. And I think about that every day because at the end of the day, there's going to be a point where we won't be able to enjoy these things that are part of our environment, part of the earth, part of the, the, how this is all created, and we should enjoy it. When you, get a, when you get a bottle of wine, it's meant to be consumed. When you have a good scotch, it's meant to be consumed. When you have a great cigar, enjoy it with friends and family. And, and, and that's, I think that's the premise that we all agree to. I, I agree 100%. And it goes back to what Senator was saying before about accessibility. But it's, it's, it goes a step deeper. Because, it's yes, it's accessible. But I think that there's a level of authenticity to some of the things that 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 we've we've indulged in tonight, this isn't about this is caviar, champagne, and cigars. Things like these are from the earth, and there's a level of authenticity to that. And I think that it 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 acts as again as a catalyst to an authentic conversation. You have to strip away this notion that this is somehow that you're eating caviar to be cool or you're smoking a Cuban cigar to be cool. It's actually, if you're really appreciating in the way it should be, it's actually the exact opposite of that. You're appreciating these things in small quantities. Um, we didn't have a lot of caviar. We had an, uh, an ounce or, or less than an ounce of caviar. An ounce. An ounce. Maybe we had an ounce of caviar between, between the six of us. This is, this is not spreading it on a bagel <laughs> with cream cheese, which some people do. I mean, I've seen people actually take an ounce of caviar and like, and like throw it on a, on a bagel with cream cheese and eat it. Like that's, that's ridiculous. So this is about sharing. And I, and I, and I do think that these things um, can act as, as, as a nice, um, a nice way to share. If you, if you can't enjoy, if you can't enjoy the small things in life, how the hell are you ever going to make the big things that meaningful, right? Uh, Puba, like, I really liked uh, what you said. And, uh, you know, talking about shared experiences, uh, it's fantastic. I think it's also about introduction, right? Like, uh, Senator introduced us to caviar with, on a kettle chip with uh, fresh cream, um, fresh creme, crema. Creme fresh. Creme fresh. Um, well, <laughs> you tried three times. Well, <laughs> but, you know, it is. I, I remember that day. It was a beautiful summer evening. We all were uh, hanging out. Uh, you know, uh, Senator uh, pulled out. Uh, uh, you know, his sword. First saver experience. Yeah, first saver experience. Yeah, yeah, it was great. 
then we, uh, you know, he in- introduced us to uh, caviar and I enjoyed it so much. Uh, you know, I, um, on my wife's birthday, I introduced her to it. In fact, I called Senator and he advised me where to get all the stuff and it was Whole Foods. You'd be surprised. You can go to Whole Foods, pick up some stuff, pick up a bottle of champagne and your wife is in love with you for another year. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I, I've actually ironically saved a lot of marriages and Valentine's Days. There were other guys at our former lounge who on Valentine's Day would ask, oh, what are you doing? And I would say, oh, I'm getting caviar and champagne and blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh my God, where do I get all this stuff? And I would show them the way and they're still happily married today for it. It's wonderful. But it's about sharing that experience, honestly. I mean, you have to understand, these are things, you know, I I still remember the first time I tried where I had this misperception in my head that caviar is this not that enjoyable, grossly overpriced thing that people just like to blow money on that are able to do that. And when you really start to learn about caviar and you have it and appreciate it for yourself, you realize that it's actually a bunch of bullshit. That there are people that eat it that don't know anything about caviar, that don't even care what it tastes like. They just feel like, well, I should eat this if I want to show off or be of a certain status. And for people who really appreciate it, and there are a lot of people out there, it's such a fantastic experience. Um, I mean, the reason I had hosted a bunch of the lizards over at my place when we first did that was because there were a number of guys who said they'd never had caviar before. And I knew once you try it, you're going to just develop this appreciation for it. I have colleagues at work who similarly have never had caviar. They've got a very negative impression. We've done a big team dinner where we've ordered caviar service. And after that meal, every single person leaves saying, I will eat caviar again. That was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And it goes back to this notion of this notion of celebratory experiences and celebrating life and appreciating life. It's like, that, that chef's edition cigar by Davidoff that, that we all really love. It's a celebratory cigar. I think we could all agree. It's special. It's celebratory. It's like you bring that out and you like, it makes it special. You know, we're, we're not eating caviar every weekend. Maybe, maybe Senator is, but we're not, <laughs> but we're not, we're not, we're not doing it. Every, maybe we're not doing that every weekend. I mean, you want it to be special and you want these shared experiences to be meaningful. And the shared piece is so key that you just said there, Puba, because, you know, interestingly, caviar is one of the only things that I've never had alone. I've never once opened an ounce of caviar and ate it by myself. It's either been with my wife it's been with my family. It's been with my friends. Never one time just by myself. And I, I love like so many of these things. It's about that shared experience at the same time, enjoying the same thing. And I think that's one of the things that makes it so cool. Like you've been getting. And at. you know, I think, and I think, you know, looking at this episode at the end of the year, reflecting on the past year, which was another challenging year, right? For all of us, everyone. Um, challenging because of success, challenging because of not success. Um, the reality is part of what made it palatable or endurable was because we shared our love and our, our appreciation for this kind of stuff together. And as a result, we grew in friendship together. And I think that's important to reflect on together together, right? Because we're not just sharing a cigar. We're sharing an experience. We're sharing a love of something that we can say, you know, we have this in common. We have this connection 
And that's kind of what brought humans together all of, you know, for, for, you know, eons, right? Whatever, whatever, however many millennia we've been existing, this is kind of uh, an important moment that we should all reflect on and say, we're here together, we're sharing it, and we should reflect and say that this, we appreciate this and we're grateful for it. Absolutely. And we didn't die. And we didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, to kind of sum up and, and kind of focus it on, on what we're doing here, I think that this is a really interesting, uh, you know, development in my life and hopefully all of our lives of not only getting together as often as we do, which I think is just, I look forward to what we do every week, not just the podcast, but the time that we spend where we're not doing a podcast, where we're just having cigars. It's common ground. We all come to this common ground and we enjoy these cigars. And I think that, you know, hopefully for the listener out there who's, who's, you know, joined us over the last few episodes, hopefully, you know, if, you know, they're in the middle of Montana or the middle of Timbuktu, that they feel like they're a part of this community too, because they are. And I think that that's the beauty of cigars is that it, it, it's the, it's a, it's a great leveler. You know, it doesn't matter how much money you make or you don't, you can smoke great cigars and you can smoke it with great people. And I think that we've certainly been that fortunate. I feel very fortunate that, that we have this group, we call ourselves the lizards and we do this thing and it's fucking great. It's great. It's great. Full stop. Full stop. So and the D four boys. It's a great. This is just a great cigar. I think we can all agree. So good. I mean, it, it, it's. I think almost. Maybe I'll be out of school, but you know, rating it. Yeah, it's almost, time. I it's mean, time. We can rate Let's it. Do it. But do you want to start us? Bubba? It's time. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I, you know, it's t- t- for me. Um, for me, the cigar. It, the cigar is a nine. It's close to my heart. It's just a nine, and that's it. Rooster. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I'm also going to give it a nine. I'm also going to give it a nine. I'm very, very, very in love with the D4. Look at this. All around so far, also a nine. Uh, well, I always uh, talk about experiences, and uh, the whole idea is, uh, well, even um, caviar tastes and champagne dreams are accessible to everybody. Uh, the idea is that, Share those experiences in the coming new year with all your friends, family. Enjoy yourself. I think I rated a 10 because of my experiences. Wow. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a nine. I think that puts us at like 6.8486 or something. Or 9.86. 6.8486. Sorry. sorry. That's eight, lizard math, eight, ladies and eight gentlemen. Point eight, eight point eight six. <laughs> Do the fucking math. Fucking Georgetown <laughs> human calculator. <laughs> what is it? The composite. I said 8.86. Nine points. How did you how get it? How eight? Could it if be all eight? of them are nine. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> what is happening? How much champagne is in that glass? This sorry, is nine, nine point one, nine point one six. Nine point four. Bingo. So our, our composite score is a nine point two. Grinders oh, got nice. it now. And I think it, nice. it's very it's very appropriate. And pagoda, way to get in there with the ten because <laughs> No, I love it. I contemplated it. it. I contemplated it too. too. All right, gentlemen, a fantastic cigar and even more so fantastic friendship. Senator, thank you so much for hosting uh, for the wonderful champagne and cigars uh, and and caviar. And gentlemen, a very, very happy new year. Peace and love. Happy new year, lizards. Peace and love. Keep smoking. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us, loungelizardspod, P-O-D, that's loungelizardspod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram 
at Lounge Lizards Pod. We really appreciate your time, and we'll uh, we'll see you next week.